0: Programs of Legion on a Friday, only on the voice of the cable.
1: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi barakatuh once more from me, Jamil. a very warm welcome to our Friday nasihah program, programs of religion on a Friday. Wherever you find yourself, I hope you're having a very pleasant day. If you're not feeling well, our du'as are with you, inshaAllah. Well, I have joining me in the studio, the pleasure and privilege of having Maulana Abdul Fatah Kha. Maulana, alaikum to you. Wa assalam
2: wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Haji Jamil, and to all the esteemed listeners of Voice of the Cape on this Mubarak and Blessed
1: Friday, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Juma Mubarak to you, your family, the congregation, F's, the Addison Street Masjid. I also need to compliment all the mosques across the peninsula that programs throughout the night, Maulana.
2: Yeah, alhamdulillah. A beautiful initiative, masha'Allah. And um, it's wonderful to be engaged in the ibadah of Allah and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times, alhamdulillah.
1: Alhamdulillah, especially with, (laughs) you know, what happens on O Yar As people simply go... But Alhamdulillah, I was saying this morning, all those who follow the Gregorian calendar may <laughs> have a very good year, inshallah. Allahu Ameen, waqa waqa. Ameen.
2: Time is a double-edged sword, uh, if we don't use it for our benefit, and in, it might count against us in the year after. And therefore, time should be used um, prudently. And in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for the day of Qiyamah, we will answer for each and every minute of mm. each and every day. To Moulina. Allah Jalla ala
1: amen I amen I to that, Mawlana. Mawlana, I know if, uh, if something very important you are going to be sharing with us or enlightening us on. Uh, but I also want to say, when I look at the mosque, you know, last night I had a glance, goes back to well into the early 1900s. The masjid in uh, Nurul Islam Masjid? Yes. In Addison
2: Road? Yes, now Alhamdulillah. It's approaching almost a century old, almost inshaAllah, in a year or two. Uh, may Allah accept Amen. the efforts of all those who have established not only the Nurul Islam Masjid in Addison Road, but all the other masajid. Allah reward them for each and every sacrifice they have made. And many a times, it's not only the men who have built the masjid, but our women have worked side by side Amen. in the establishment of masajid and in financially supporting and in, in working in, in getting a masjid up and running and established and built, alhamdulillah. And that is a sadaq al-jariah, which is an enviable one uh, to have built a masjid. Imagine the bricks that have been used and donated, carpets, and things such as those. And those who... On an ongoing basis, they donate towards the water of Masajid, the electricity of Masajid. So those who pray their salah in those Masajid, Allah grants the reward to those who have facilitated it as well. And therefore, when I think if a person wants to spend money very wisely, and if they find a mercy that's being built, and still in construction stages mm. If a person can contribute towards the bricks And the cement and the foundation of such massaging The reward can be immense So we talk about massaging in Cape Town 300 years old, 200 uh, years old 100 years mm-hmm. old, even 50, 70, 10 years old uh, every day, five times a day, Salah is being prayed in those masjid, and people are taking hudu. Quran is being recited. Mm-hmm. That Sadaqatul Jariyah and that investment for the Akhirah and the year after is a huge investment. Imagine somebody who has contributed to the cement that goes into the foundation of a masjid. I if we it. talk about the Nurul Islam Masjid, and the other masajid, Alhamdulillah, in Salt River, the Muhammadiyah Masjid and all other masajids in Cape Town. Imagine how many uh, Hufad have not had classes in those masajids. Yeah. Imam Shamsuddin Rahimahullah Ta'ala he had classes and many of his Hufad still around. They sat on that foundation that somebody has donated. Okay. And they recited hour after hour, harf after harf, ayah after ayah, chapter after chapter. They became half of the Qur'an. And uh, the reward for those who played a role in the establishment of those masjid are immense, alhamdulillah. Allah make us of those who are also able to to assist in the building of masajid and contribution towards where, uh, where our wealth is needed in the ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi, alayhi, alayhi wa alayhi uh, Just to digress, of Jameel, a friend of mine, Allah grant him a long life in the obedience Ameen. of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Mawlana Burhan. He arrived in Istanbul just yesterday, and um, he sent us a message to say that, you know, when, when, when they landed, the plane was, uh, they had to stay in the plane for three hours. Because of the snow on the runway and the buses to come to the plane, it was a bit difficult. So they waited for three hours. And finally, they, they obviously they disembarked from the plane and then they went to the hotel in Istanbul. And he posted a few pics of how the place looking in Istanbul. It's obviously winter over mm. there. And, and therefore, the tourist summer season will begin in Cape Town now till about Easter. And he said that, you know, um, the minute he, he stepped out into the snow, and the cold, he began to feel the cold. He thought of our Muslim brothers in Syria, which is not far from there. And now they must be freezing in those uh, refugee camps and in the stents where they have very little to go on with. So we, 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 our hearts go out to our Muslim brothers and sisters in Syria. or well, because of the war that's ravaging the lands over there, they have very little. They have lost everything. And it is uh, winter. It is snowing. And, and and situations aren't very comfortable. May Allah use us also in, in, to be able to assist them. And may Allah grant them um, uh, not only survival, but Allah grant them humth. And Allah grant them strength of iman. Amin, thumma, amin. It is always a good thing to, um, to envisage and think of those who have less than us. And who are less fortunate than us. For then we increase in gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, well, we have the heat outside. It's hot. Uh, in this week it was very, very, very hot. Alhamdulillah. But well, um, somebody was telling me they were driving A Hafiz, a, a student of Deen And he rolled down the window So it was so what, he rolled the window back up with door, <laughs> Alhamdulillah uh, So we can complain about the about the, the, the sun But there is some shade And there is coolness in the evening And we have, many of us have homes to go to Cars that we are driving, alhamdulillah Our Muslim brothers and sisters in other, place of the, in other parts of the world They are suffering extreme cold And they have not enough to give them homes So when we speak about them It's not to... Um, It's not uh, we're trying to spoil the fun. We are grateful to what Allah has granted us. Yet we have to be ever grateful to Allah Jalla and realize that there are those Who do not enjoy the privileges that We enjoy and that we might take for Granted they do not enjoy that no. And may Allah always keep Allah's Bounty upon us and Allah's generosity Upon us and may Allah increase the situation Of the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu, Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. and Allah make us of the Shakirin those who are grateful to Allah Jalla for that was also the akhlaq
1: and the, the character Of Nabi Muhammad
2: Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Salaam.
1: Well our guest here with us is Abdul Fatah We go for a short ad break. Back with you after this.
3: Albername <laughs>
1: Friday. Welcome back once more to our Friday Nasecha program. Still with us, Mawlana Abdul Fattaka. Moulina, I believe we're going to have the focus on the akhlaq of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa
2: <laughs> Inshallah. alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu to all our listeners alhamdulillah, on this mubarak and blessed day of Friday. I think before we go into the akhlaq of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I can remind it to myself and each and every one of us that this is a beautiful day, a noble day, and the best day of the week. And the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa وسلم, was to take a ghusl, a bath on a Friday, uh, wear one's best clothes on a Friday, uh, wear sweet-smelling oils for the males on a Friday, and all those uh, who are able to attend the masjid, uh, meaning the men who are mukallaf they should attend the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our mothers can also attend the house of Allah jalla ala And those children who are... Uh, At they are of discernible age. They can behave in the masjid seven, eight years old. They won't talk in the masjid and run around in the masjid and disturb the salah of others. They should also be in the house of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So it is a wonderful opportunity for us to be early in the house of Allah and to carry out all the sunnahs of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu for I would just safely assume that most of us, if not all of us, are on holiday, alhamdulillah. And this is a wonderful and beautiful opportunity to carry out the sunnahs of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu <laughs> alaihi wasallam. Two, three weeks time, the kids are in school, everybody is busy working, and we don't have the freedom and the luxury that we have today. So may Allah make us of those who love Nabi Muhammad sallallahu yeah, alaihi wasallam enough to carry out the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And yes, Al-Haj Jamil, we are speaking about the Akhlaq and the character of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa There are many kutub written and many kitabs and books written on the akhlaq as well as the khuluk of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Akhlaq, we refer to the the character uh, which could be understood as the inner beauty of a person, uh, the way a person carries himself or herself, uh, behaves, acts, and interacts with others. Uh, those are our that's a person's character. And good characteristics take the form of of piety, generosity, uh, patience, forbearance, humility, submissiveness towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those are good, char- good characteristics that a person should have. Whereas um, bad character will take the form of hatred, enmity, jealousy, love for oneself, love for the dunya. Um, Pride and arrogance I've mentioned So those are the Bad characteristics that we should ask Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala to save ourselves from As, As for the 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 looks of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there are books written about that as well, how Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was, how he looked uh, the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's hair, the length of the hair of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa his body, his teeth, all of those. And the most famous book or, or the most well-read book is the Shamail of Imam tirmidhi uh, rahimahullah ta'ala, that speaks about the features of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa So today we will try to touch in a very uh, in a very short fashion, in a very summarized fashion, we're going to touch on the, the Akhlaq of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To understand akhlaq Imam Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala, he explains Akhlaq and he says, فَالْخُلُقُ الْحَسَنُوا صِفَةُ سَيِّدِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Good character is a characteristic and was inborn in Sayyidil Mursaleen, the leader of all the uh, all the prophets sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَفْضَلُ أَعْمَالِ And it is the best of the actions of those who are truthful. وَهُوَ عَلَى And it is in reality half of deen. وَثَمْرَةُ مُجَاهَدَةِ الْمُتَّقِينِ And it is the fruits of the efforts of those who have taqwa. As for the akhlaaqu sayyaa. So here we are talking about good character, patience, forbearance, kindness, a smile. As for bad character. وَالْأَخْلَاقُ Bad character. يَسَّمُومُ الْقَاتِلَ It is the it is the fatal poison. That poison which kills. It is the destroyer. Wal It is ugly in itself. And hiya al-abwaabu al ila naari allah. And it is an open, or well, it is the open doors to the fire of Jahannam. Whereas the Akhlaqul Jamilah, beautiful character, هي الأبواب من القلب إلى نعيم الجنان. It is the they are the open doors from the heart to the Jannah of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And this is how Imam Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala, he introduces good character and in opposition to it a bad character. May Allah grant us all good character. Amin. Amin. Uh, in another part, Imam Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala, mentions the, the importance of good character and bad character. And he says that, well, uh, unity amongst a people is the fruits and a consequence of good character. And disunity and enmity and hatred for each other, those are the fruits of bad character. With good character, somebody whom you don't know smiles at you and greets you first every day. Uh, you automatically have an infinity towards that person You feel an an, an attachment Not a, a love, but an attachment and, and a kindness towards a person The Arabs say الْإِنسَانُ Abdul Insan, mankind Abdul Is the slave of kindness So when this person shows you a, a smiling face and greets first And he doesn't show pride and arrogance Or look down on you Condescending in nature No, he shows you a, a kind face You see him every day, uh, that will create unity. That will create unity amongst a person. But if somebody shows pride and arrogance, looks down upon you, you try to greet that person and he or she just turns away abruptly, how will you be able to have any kind of, of kindness or affinity or relationship with such a person? So Imam Ghazali says that, true unity is brought about when there is good akhlaq and character and when there is bad character that will cause enmity, hatred and disunity. May Allah grant us good akhlaq Amen. and adab and Allah save us from bad
1: character. Amin. Thumma. Amin. Well our guest here in studio Malona Abdul Fattah Ka. Malona will be back just after this.
3: Al-Barnamid Jo'ad-Dinu
0: Yawmi Juma'a Programs of Legion on a Friday, only on the voice of the cave.
1: Welcome back once more and as you know by now, Abdul Fatarka here. Molina, I need to say, you know it's amazing that somebody with bad character how you can pick it up and people Avoid you, and sometimes when you're lonely, you might say to yourself, um, These are the Allah sort Allah of people nas. you just want to avoid. So, and Allah I think we we, we just sk- uh, skimming uh, the top of the surface here when it comes to the akhlaq of the Holy Prophet Muhammad. protect Sallallahu 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 Sallallahu
2: us, uh, uh, I mean, And say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi our, our, our wonderful listeners, on this Mubarak and blessed day. And um, yeah, bad akhlaq is something which drives people away. And and it doesn't mean that a, a person has um, a a bad character trait, that that person uh, should give himself into it. It might be today a person um, has a bit of maybe pride or keyboard envy jealousy, and you can overcome it tomorrow, inshallah, inshallah. And be a better person. Those are the battles we fight e- each and every day, not to be condescending, not to be full of pride, not to be full of arrogance, to show some generosity, to be kind, to be uh, humble, and, and and those are the kind of. ...of efforts we should make each and every day. And we do it for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the the beauty of the deen of Allah Jalla wa Ala. Allah wants us to have good akhlaq and character. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam... ...in the Holy Quran with regards good character. Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam... ...in numerous ahadith speaks about good character... ...having good character, practicing good character... ...imbibing in oneself good characteristics, all of those... And when we have good character, who are the greatest beneficiaries thereof? Somebody sma- hears a hadith of Nabi Muhammad SAW, Al-Badi'u bis-Salam bari'u min al-kibri. Or qala, wasalam, for example, that the person who greets first, that person is free from from pride. So he tells himself, well, if I have pride and I don't want to greet somebody first, it might be a, a sign that I have pride in me and I think myself better than that person, so now I'm going to greet first. So he greets first. And he doesn't realize it, but for the last two three years, People were just um, tolerating him, you know. Here he comes and he goes, he doesn't greet, he just goes on his own buzz and he wants to be alone and things such as those. So now he's decided two, three years ago to practice upon this hadith. So now, as he goes along, three years later, he finds that he hasn't even got enough time for all the people that phone him and his friends. And he sits back and he realizes, you know, since I, after analyzing everything, he realizes, since the time I began to greet others first. Um, People showed more kindness towards me. Mm. And whenever I walked, I was happy to go because when I saw somebody, I greeted them. They greeted me back with a smile. My life became so uh, much more meaningful and it became much more pleasant. So that akhlaq and adab that Allah wants us to have and Prophet Muhammad mm-hmm. sallallahu mm-hmm. alayhi wa sallam encourages mm-hmm. us to have who are the beneficiaries of that akhlaq and adab. Yes, we show it towards others. But in the end... They also have a different perspective of, of who we are And how we are with them So if we have this akhlaq and adab Our intention is to please Allah To carry out the orders of Allah And to follow the sunnah And the way of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi alayhi wasallam, alayhi wasallam. In the end whose life gets better Whose I, quality of life improves
1: I always say this Mawlana, <coughs> My apologies for that um, If there's one person That sticks in my mind It would be Mawlana Ikhsan's uh, dad Butasali. Allah you When he used to visit us at home, when you remember, was Imam there at the mosque, and he comes to you, either his hand goes around your waist or around your neck, or he takes your hand in other words, you didn't get the feeling, in this man's company, I'm going to be safe. He just exuded that. You know?
2: Allahu Akbar. Akhlaq, akhlaq. And that is what is remembered. Good character is remembered, alhamdulillah. So therefore, when we when we try to imbibe in ourselves uh, good character, uh, it only makes our lives better. And we hope for reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we all have our shortcomings. And we all make mistakes, uh, day in and day out. But we should never give up hope that we cannot become better people. Uh, Today I might see somebody and not greet them Today I might see somebody and think myself better than them But I should not um, I should not uh, resign myself to This is how I am and this is how I'm going to be And this is the life I'm going to lead No, I can improve tomorrow Tomorrow that person might be shocked He greeted me first Is something, are you okay? You need something, you want something (laughs) But then we try to change ourselves So therefore good akhlaq and adab uh, Is something we should aspire to Something we should work towards And if you fall short today Alhamdulillah, tomorrow I'm going to try again. I fall short tomorrow, I'm going to try again. But never should we resign ourselves and give in and have a defeatist attitude and be pessimistic about it. I'll never be able to have that akhlaq and adab. We begin slowly, inshallah, Al-Aziz. And when we have that akhlaq and adab, Allah will improve our lives. For that is the natural consequence of good deeds. Good deeds, good begets good. What you, what you sow, that is what you will reap. So if we have good akhlak and adab, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put out goodness for us. May Allah grant us good akhlaq and adab inside our homes and outside of our homes. We should not have good akhlaq and adab outside our homes, and then inside our homes we fall way short of what the akhlaq and the adab is supposed to be. We should try to have good character, whether we are in private or whether we are in public, whether we are with our families alone behind closed doors, or whether we are in public, our akhlaq and adab should be that of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa S- sallallahu S- alayhi wa sallam. S- Another point that you, Jamil, which I think is uh, maybe important with regards to good akhlaq and adab is that good akhlaq and adab uh, obviously has, has not got to do with oneself only. Good akhlaq and adab is shown towards others. Mm. It comes from within you, but it is shown towards others. If you take generosity as a good character trait and a, 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 a good habit to have, uh, generosity is shown towards somebody else. It's a good characteristic of yourself, but it is shown towards somebody else. Uh, for example, uh, humility, as, a pro- as opposed to pride and arrogance, it is something which a person has in him or herself. May Allah grant each and every one of us uh, humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who have humility, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu sallam, said, "Man تَوَضَعَ lillahi rafaahu اللَّهُ كَمَا قَالَ Whomsoever shows humility and humbleness, Allah Jalla will raise them. So although the character trait and the characteristics characteristic of humility comes from within a person, uh, it then likens others to that person. They would like to be in the company of that person because when we're in the company of him or her, when we say something, they don't want to say something which shows they are better than us. Or I did something and then he must say he did it better than what I did it. Or I say I had something and he says he he had something better than that. And uh, then it becomes almost like a a, a competition in, in having a conversation. But when a person shows humility, others begin to take a liking to a person because of the character traits which he has within himself so akhlaq and adab has an effect on others and therefore the akhlaq of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa wasalam, attracted others towards the deen of Allah jalla uh, but the most, one of the important uh, aspects of akhlaq and adab is that akhlaq and adab uh, also um, has an impact on our deeds it can protect our deeds or it can be a destroyer of the other good deeds that we do
1: well, I hope you're sitting at home and absorbing each and every word that comes from Olena Abdul-Fataka.
3: Programmes
0: of religion on a Friday only on the voice of the Cape.
1: We'll welcome once more to our Friday Nasiha program, Molina. And I'm assuming, you, you know, you can quickly pick up when, hey, there must be something wrong with me. When children avoid you and say, yeah, yeah this man, <laughs> yeah. Like, they probably don't know what character is all about, but they know this man can be sometimes, you know, he praat, he's and, and it's just unpleasant to be around. Something I'm assuming it's the guardian angel telling them avoid this person. Hmm. Uh, it's just. You know, but you can easily pick it up from children. Yeah,
2: now. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to our wonderful listeners on this Mubarak and Blessed Day of Friday, alhamdulillah. And we're talking about the akhlaq of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and good character in general, alhamdulillah. Um, good character, I mean the dua we make when we look in the mirror, Allahumma anta hassan ta khulqi, fa hassin khulqi. Oh Allah, you have? You have beautified my outer, my features, the way I look. So Allah, you also help me in beautifying my, my inner features, my character. And good character uh, will bring about unity in a sense that it will make people love each other. And therefore Allah Jalla has made haram. Those things which uh, break up and cause disunity in the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Salaam. 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 Therefore look at Zina being made haram, it breaks up families Allah has made haram, ghibah and backbiting, slandering Allah has made all of those haram because those are the those are the forerunners in breaking up a, an Ummah and a people They cause dislike amongst people and good akhlaq and adab, a good character and good character traits, they bring about love within a people, within a family. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that good akhlaq and adab, amin, thumma, amin. Before the break, Haji Jamil, the one point I wanted to touch on was that good akhlaq and adab, they can either serve as a, a fortification and an increase in the rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other hand, uh, bad character, uh, like arrogance and pride and loving oneself and loving the dunya, those can actually destroy the good deeds that a person does. A person prays salah and then afterwards he goes out and he shows pride towards everybody else. I pray salah, you don't pray salah, I must be better than you. So now the salah is one good deed. But walking around from dhur till asr salah, that person walks around with pride pride and haughtiness and arrogance and conceitedness, thinking himself better than everybody else because you weren't in the masjid, and I never see you in the masjid, and what kind of a person are you? Whereas you should be grateful, O Allah, you have taken me to the masjid, O Allah, let my Muslim brothers join me in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So salah is a very good deed, like all other good deeds, and salah must continue if I am a person that I feel I'm better than somebody else because of a good deed I do like salah, I must continue my salah. But when I walk past somebody else, then in my heart I must love that person and also think to myself, how can I encourage that person also to join me in salah? not think to myself I'm better than that person. Uh, because that that is arrogance and that is pride. And when a person has arrogance and pride or any of the other bad character traits, then those can destroy and eat away the good deeds of a person. Like Nabi Muhammad Mustafa okay. sallallahu alayhi wa has taught us in many a hadith. So what is very, very important is the fact that good akhlaq and adab is not on the periphery. It's not something optional that a person, if you have it, it's, you know, it's, it's very good, but if you don't have it, it's fine. Good Akhlaq and Adab are integral to a person's success in the Akhirah. Imagine a person coming with uh, a mountain of good deeds on the day of Qiyamah, but then he has a back button about somebody, and he has shown kibbir and pride, and he has shown indulgence and arrogance, and all of those. And then slowly, his good deeds are taken away from him, so he was not able to preserve his deeds till coming in the court of Allah. Jalla May Allah grant us such good akhlaq and adab amin. that we preserve our deeds. Amin thumma amin. amin. Allah Jalla in the Holy Quran, Allah speaks about Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu wasallam, and Allah Jalla says. To his Nabi, his Prophet and his beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Praising him And explaining the bounty of Allah upon Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Allah says in Surah Al-Qalam وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ And you, O Prophet of Allah, are on an exalted state of character You have the best of character and Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is our exemplar. His character we should try and imbibe in us. Uh, if you want to look, for example, just at the clemency and the hilm of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the day of Fathu Makkah, the conquest of Makkah, in the eighth year of Hijrah, Two and a half years before the death of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu Nabi Muhammad sallallahu is 61 years old All the battles have been fought, Badr and Uhud and Battle of the Trench Nabi Muhammad sallallahu uncle has been killed, his body mutilated, Hamza radiallahu ta'ala anhu And when he enters Makkah victorious, he wants to have no bloodshed in Makkah al-Mukarramah mm-hmm. And whoever is in the Haram, they are safe. Whoever goes in their homes, they are safe even those who had done the worst of deeds towards the family of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to some of those, just don't come in front of me. You are forgiven, but I do not want to see you in front of me because if I see you, I am reminded of what happened to my, to my family in battles that were fought. So look at the clemency of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa forgiving. Pardoning, overlooking, not, uh, not taking into consideration revenge or retribution or doing things with a vengeance. No, Rabbi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam showed those characteristics. So he is our exemplar, showing us the kind of character you and I should try to imbibe within ourselves. Allah grant us that character, amin, thumma amin. In another ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Suratul araf Khudil afwa, pardon. And ordain and encourage that which is good. And turn away from those who are ignorant. And this is character: uh, to be able to to pardon and forgive, walk away, forgive everybody. You will sleep a better person. If you have enmity and hatred and jealousy in your heart, it's only going to burn in your heart. It's going to eat you up from inside. The person whom you're angry at and whom you are jealous of, they're carrying on with their lies, uh, oblivious of you, not taking you into account at all. You are burning with envy. You are burning with hatred. You are burning with jealousy. You're only upsetting yourself and hurting yourself. forgive encourage what is what is right and good and turn away from those who are ignorant how many a times uh, does a person not get into an argument and after leaving that company or leaving that space then he thinks to himself why did I get into that argument that was now a total waste of time I got upset, he got upset everybody heard what we were saying it would have been best if I just kept quiet and moved away but then it, hindsight is a perfect science because it's happened already. <laughs> now you can say what is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. But at that moment in time, you think to yourself, well, Allah, I said that, you know, pardon and forgive, ordain what is right. And people who don't know, turn away from them. Away. So if somebody is going to go into an argument with something which is of uh, irrelevance, it's just an argument. And sometimes it's just my nafs against his nafs, you know, who can now come out on top in this argument? Turn away, a'aridh anil This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Said to Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And emphasizing one or two points We have made, we look at a we look at a Hadith of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam This in regard to This in regard to the The, the destruction of a person's Good deeds uh, when a person Has bad akhlaq and adab And inshallah we continue here after inshallah
1: i mean in, I mean to that, Maulana just, just before I take the air break When you said that, uh, you know um, there's this 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 I've had it for many years, and there's a verse that says, "Avoid loud and aggressive persons because they are vexatious. Vexatious means a disturbance uh, to the spirit." <laughs> yeah, Allahu Akbar Allahu. Well, we'll be back with you just after this.
3: The the day of
0: programs of religion on a Friday only on the voice of the case.
1: Welcome back once more to our Friday Naseeha program, programs of religion on a Friday and Maulana Abdul Fattah Kaya yeah, focusing, I think just skimming the surface here yeah, of the Ahlaq of the Holy Prophet Muhammad alayhi wa sallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam
2: Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Ta'ala wa Barakatuh to all our listeners on this Mubarak and blessed day of Friday Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us love for each other For Ameen. the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And one of the means of gaining love for each other Is to spread the salam amongst each other And therefore we have many kinds of greetings You know, hi and bye and all of those And today you have the happy new year And happy this and happy that The greeting of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Even in the conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Was with as-salam As-salamu alayka wa nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh As-salamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salihin That is a greeting between Allah and the beloved of Allah Nabi Muhammad Muhammad Mustafa oh, so. alayhi wasallam. Right. and therefore when we meet each other and especially when we enter our homes we should greet assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa and if we enter our homes alone then still we greet assalamu alayna may the peace of Allah be upon us ibadillahi salihin, and upon the pious slaves of Allah jalla may Allah grant us a love for the pleasure of Allah amin thumma amin we spoke about uh, bad akhlak and adab can be a cause of a person's good deeds being wiped out. لرسول اللَّهُ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions in Hya ulumuddin that it was said to Nabi Muhammad to the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that there is a certain lady, تَصُومُ she fasts the day, and she stands up at night, she makes a tahajjud salah. وَهِيَ سَيِّئَةُ الْخُلُقِ But she has very bad character. To تُؤْذِي جِرَانَهَا بِلِسَانِهَا She causes harm to her neighbors by means of her tongue. Meaning she speaks ill of her neighbors. If somebody comes to her, and then she's got a story about uh, the titi next door, and the titi on the other side, and the lady opposite is like this, and things such as those. قَالَ Nabi Muhammad ﷺ said, La خَيْرَ فيها. There is no goodness in her. Hiya min ahlil nar, she is the people of the fire of Jahannam. The good deeds are there, but she is wiping it out. She is erasing it by the, by the bad Akhlaq that she has, the bad characteristic that she has. Allah mafadna, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. And here we see that good deeds are being done, but they have to be protected, they have to be looked after. Um, you know, Even iron is a very strong metal, but it also has to be protected. We say in Salt River Woodstock, leave a piece of iron outside, how long it takes <laughs> before it begins to rust. But you take that same metal mm. and even take a thin metal, like the metal that's used in cars. Well, you get cars of plastic also nowadays, mashaAllah. But the metal used in cars, it's very thin, but it is covered in a in a paint, it is sprayed. And then a person washes it every week and polishes it every week. That metal is not going to rust it 's thin but it 's protected it 's protected. But leave a, um, the metal that they use in the foundations of buildings, leave it laying outside and come back after a year or two years, or look at exposed metal in buildings as they are sticking out, and you will see the rust has eaten away on it. So what happens is out these if you do a little D, if you do what you are supposed to do and not much extra over and above that. But you protect it, it's like the thin metal that the car is made of. Mm -hmm. It's got its paint over and it's being polished all the time. The metal is being protected. If a chip comes over there, the person goes and then he puts some nail polish over there to, to cover the chip so that That part might not rust. So it's thin. The metal is thin. It's not very strong. It's not very, uh, it cannot take weight. But it is protected by a layer of spray paint. And that protects it. And that car will look good even after 10, 15 years. Whereas a thick iron pole laying outside, no protection, no paint, no galvanizing, no sandblasting, nothing of those. Slowly it's going to rust all the time. And that metal might even be eaten away. So now a person does good deeds. And as good akhlaq and adab, he protects the little that he does and presents it to Allah on the day of Qiyamah. On the other hand, a person does a lot of good, but every day they, uh, backbiting and they show pride and arrogance and they are full of uh, uh, deceited, conceitedness and uh, they love themselves and think themselves better than everybody else and talk ugly to those who they think are lesser than them. In this way, it's like that big iron pole that's rusting away. A time might come when there's nothing left of that iron pole, and the person might think, I've done so much, so much I've done, and yet I find nothing over there. Why? Because we have to protect our good deeds. And how do we protect our good deeds? By good akhlaq and adab. Allah grant us good characteristics, and Allah Amen. make us of those Amen. who protect our good deeds. Amin thumma amin. In another hadith, And we have no choice but to go to the hadith of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Qur'an. These are our sources of knowledge. We gain our knowledge from the ayat of Allah and the hadith of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and we learn from our ulama, alhamdulillah. A person told Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Give me advice of Prophet of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied, اتق الله حيث كنت. Uh, be conscious of Allah wherever you are Always be aware of Allah Know that Allah watches you And Allah knows what you are doing This person asked The Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Prophet of Allah Increase me Give me more advice Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tamhuha." Follow up a sayyia A bad deed With a good deed Tamhuha, The good deed will wipe it out So like if you do good deeds And you sin afterwards It has the ability to wipe out the good deeds The reverse is also true If a person has has committed a sin And then afterwards he He or she does a good deed It will wipe it out It will wipe out the bad deed Allah will replace the bad deed with a good deed If a person makes tawbah Therefore we find that If a person has good akhlaq and adab, maybe he makes a mistake, but then he smiles at somebody. He makes a mistake, and he shows kindness towards somebody. He's made a mistake, he shows generosity towards somebody. He makes a mistake, but he has humility. No pride and kibber and arrogance in his or her heart. And those are good deeds, and that is the nature of character. Uh, Imam Ghazali, to digress just a little bit, Imam Ghazali, he speaks about uh, comparing character to the outer features of a person. Okay, you have to brush your hair and things such as those. But in the morning, you don't have to put your nose in place and your eyes in place and your eyebrows in place and align your chin. It, it is, okay. it stay, it stay. That is how it is. Well, you have to brush your hair a little bit to, to. Otherwise, everybody can see you just woke up now. But those are your features. If you look at your khuluk inside of you, once you have adapted good akhlaq, a person has humility. He doesn't have to think to himself after humility. He just has it. A person smiles with people. He doesn't have to think about it. When he sees somebody, automatically his face goes into a smile. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. If he's a person that greets first, if he sees somebody, Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. It becomes part of his nature. Like the outward appearance and the physical features of the face are there automatically. In the same way when a person has good akhlaq and adab, it's it comes out almost automatically You have to train the nafs You have to uh, imbibe it within yourself And once you are doing it all the time It comes out naturally Alhamdulillah So therefore in that way If a person shows good akhlaq and adab It might even be a means of wiping out The mistakes a person has made You made a mistake You smiled at somebody and brought joy to them Alhamdulillah Allah can wipe out that mistakes Because of the good deed that you are doing
1: Ameen, I Ameen I, uh, I guess Nolan Abdul Fatahka We go for a short break Back with you after this
3: The
0: programme of religion on a Friday only on the Voice of the king
1: Welcome back once more, Molina. Certainly, uh, we could sit and talk here the whole day. Pa vika yar. On the character of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, How it touched those around him, even his enemies.
2: Allahu Akbar. Naam. Ta'ala wa barakatuh to our listeners, alhamdulillah. And yes, even the enemies of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, wasallam, they had to design themselves into accepting and admitting to the, the greatness of the character of Nabi Muhammad. Sallallahu they nicknamed him Al Amin, the trustworthy one, and that is character. And when a person becomes an enemy Love your beloved to a certain degree For that person might become your enemy tomorrow And show enmity towards your enemy to a certain degree Don't go overboard That person might become your beloved one day Um, What happens sometimes is when we are on good terms And then you are the best of people and then when things take a change for the worse for whatever reason and you become the the enemy of somebody whether it be justifiable or unjustifiable and then whatever evil that person knows about you is going to come out imagine you've entrusted somebody you know you've made a mistake nobody knows about it and you've confided in your confidant your friend and then tomorrow something happens and somebody told him that, you know, your friend's speaking this about you. Now he comes to you and suddenly he's angry with you. And he tells the whole world what you have told him. Mm. <laughs> <inaudible> Allah mafadna, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So what happens is when, when a person becomes an enemy and then the worst of what that person has said or done comes out. And that is the nature of our, of 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 people who are weak. They will go into and try to uh, look at the at the personality of a person and try to just uh, be vindictive about it. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa he was a a a person who lived amongst the Quraysh, and when he was given this uh, nubuwa at the age of forty, he went against the grain of what the Quraysh believed in. They believed in idols. Till the age of sixty-one, there were idols in the Kaaba, and they had the called on many gods, called on Allah, and they looked upon their gods as a means unto Allah, and worshipped gods and asked them for rain and things such as those. Sunanabi so nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam became the enemy. Because of calling towards the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, okay. yet they could not speak one thing about Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Imagine what character Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was imbibed with that the enemies of Allah could not make any allegation stick on Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because he was pure and clean from any kind of of any kind of wrongdoing Alhamdulillah. And that shows us the Akhlaq of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sure. If you look at another hadith of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and it's a beautiful hadith and maybe something we can try um and and carry out in our lives, insha'allah, aziz. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Ya Rasulullah, or was asked, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ayyul mu'minina afdalu imanan, which of the believers have the best of iman and the best of faith? Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied, Ahsanuhum khuluqan, the one with the best of character. Nabi Muhammad was asked, which of the believers have the best iman and has the strongest faith and the best faith? Nabi mm-hmm. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa replied, Ahsanuhum khuluqan, the one who has the best character, that person has the best iman and the best faith. So the two cannot be removed from each other. I have iman but I don't have akhlaq and adab. Mm-hmm. The strength of your iman is shown in the goodness of your, your character. وقال alayhi وقال sallam and abi Muhammad Mustafa said You are not able to encompass people and you cannot show generosity to all of people through your wealth because your wealth is limited. Some have, some don't have. And some have more than others, Alhamdulillah. Uh, the min Allah, Allah has put out wealth but show your generosity towards them, and you can encompass all of them be with your smiling face and with your with a good character and This is an amazing hadith. Imagine a person says I have, um, I have two billion ran, and I'm going to give every person I meet hundred thousand ran." Well, we'll all queue up, mm-hmm. and a time is going to come when two 2 billion is going to come to an end. maybe Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is saying that, you won't be able to give everybody of your wealth, because your wealth, your wealth is limited. limited. But you can give everybody something. You can give them a smile on your face. You can give them a good face to look at. husnul الْخُلُقِ And you can be with them and you can interact with them with good akhlaq and good character. You can show them good character. And that is a benefit to all of those who meet you. Now imagine that, Ajit Jamil. We all fall short here and there. But we should try so I cannot benefit you. I cannot every person I meet with my minimum wallet and give you something. But I can't benefit you by smiling. No. I can't benefit you by being, by displaying good character, good akhlaq and adab, not uh, giving you a bad face, not being miserly towards you, uh, not being hateful towards you, not thinking myself better than you by having pride and arrogance. So whilst I might not, I might not have financially benefited you. Being together with you and in your company I try to benefit you with a smiling face And I try to benefit you with good Akhlaq and adab So Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Is saying that you might not be or have the financial capacity to benefit each and every person financially, but you do have the capacity to be able to greet somebody with an open face, an honest face, and a smiling face, and you do have the capacity to benefit somebody with good akhlaq and adab. Nothing is going to go from you, and it might benefit you in ways which you cannot imagine. So therefore we see good akhlaq and adab, they are important to protect our good deeds, good akhlaq and adab bring about unity amongst the ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu Good character and good manners make a person beloved to others. A good character and good manners are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa taala and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam had the best character, and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the best example, and therefore we should also try to imbibe in ourselves and have it part of our our makeup. Good character, good akhlaq and adab. And if we short fall, if we fall short somewhere, let us not give up. Let me not tell myself I am like that. This is how I am, and people just have to take me like this. netsu. No, it is not like that. Make effort upon yourself. Smile. Even if you smile only once, alhamdulillah, tomorrow you might smile again. And if you are, if you're a bit north today and you're a bit off today, then tomorrow I have a smile again, inshallah, Aziz. Have it with the knee of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah will put out good results for you in this world and in the year after. May Allah guide us that which is correct. Allah forgive our shortcomings, Haji uh, Jamil. Ameen, Allah grant us ameen. all that is uh, good in this world and the year after. And Allah make our hopes, hopes in the jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amin. thumma, ameen.
1: I mean I just want to say to that, now, Good ahlak, good character. You don't need to put your hands in your pocket to no, buy not it. Not at
2: all, not at all, not at all, Alhamdulillah.
1: Mawlana Shukran, I say to you, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
2: Walaikum asalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Well, that was Mawlana Abdul Fatahka.